Hello and thank you for joining me on my musings at 30. I am Samuel Alawiye. This session is titled Aftermath of January 27, 2002. The event of Sunday, January 27, 2002, in the very heart of Lagos, which left over a thousand people dead, mostly children, and rendered many others homeless, can't go forgotten in the memories of those whom it had lasting impact. The multiple explosions that rocked a military storage facility with a large stock of high explosives was triggered by fire from a nearby market. In my lifetime, it stands out as one of the most harrowing experiences, not just for the event of that day, but for its aftermath of making collateral damages of many others. I first must be thankful, because barely two hours before 4pm when the first bomb went off, my entire family excluding my other brother, 5 out of 6, had just driven round the fence of the cantonment which housed the explosives while connecting from Maryland to the Oshodi Yanopaja Expressway on our way home from church. At that time, we had been staying at a federal government housing estate in Sherry, Lagos for less than a year. While we had joyfully moved into a spacious three-bedroom bungalow my parents had bought and developed from the Federal Housing Authority from our previous obscure Face Me I Face You apartment. Few days after the incident, a once peaceful estate was thrown into disruption by soldiers displaced from the Kenja cantonment who were forcefully ejecting rightful owners out from their homes, allegedly at the directive of the now late Mrs. Mojisola Adekunle Obasanjo, a retired major of the Nigerian army and ex-wife of Nigeria's former president, President Olusegun Obasanjo. It was quite an unimaginable experience as we had to live in disguise with no light on to avoid being sighted by the soldiers who were constantly patrolling the estate and selecting houses at will to take over. Every house they occupied were marked military zone, keep off. As though a land without rule or order, I wondered what form of shameful act this was. In attempt to avoid being the next one to be ejected, homeowners decided to mark their houses as well with the same disclaimer, military zone, keep off. Yet, this did not deter the soldiers from carrying out their dastardly acts. One after another, I saw our neighbors evicted from their homes and I wondered when it might be our turn. I can't forget how my friend Benga's dad was manhandled by a soldier out of their own home. I couldn't bear the pain and anguish. With matters getting worse by the day, it finally became a court case and a day's notice was given to everyone, including owners and soldiers, to all evict their homes pending a court ruling. It was another Sunday, few weeks after the dreadful day that resulted in this aftermath struggle. From thriving in the comfort of our own home, we suddenly became homeless. My father frantically sought for a way out, yet he wouldn't settle for just anything. Our help came in the form of a neighbor, an Igbo family of about 10, who also had been earlier ejected from the estate but had been able to acquire a new place. As though a family from time, they opened their doors to us, a Yoruba family of six, for about one month till we were able to move on elsewhere. Without a prejudice of tribal or ethnic differences, their duplex housing all ten of them, parents and children, became our safe haven. I saw selflessness firsthand, and this experience has constantly fueled my belief that we indeed need each other to survive and grow our nation. 
While many situations and circumstances in Nigeria might have dealt us many wrong curves, enough to make one bitter and distraught towards people and the nation at large, yet certain people have occasionally proven that we can still choose otherwise. Our reaction and response to things is what determines the future. This series of events also had its effect on my father, who for many years was insistent on having one of his sons, me in particular, join either the military or the navy. At least, you can have the assurance and confidence of someone who could fight on your behalf. It appears that is the current reality of our society. Yet, I knew it wouldn't require a military uniform behind my back to earn the right and power to make a change and inspire a difference. I vowed from that moment to make every effort towards leaving others with a good sincere impression and lend a helping hand any way possible, just as that family did for us. You can't change the past, but you have the power to influence the future. The woman who allegedly instigated the move to eject people from their homes is now late. If indeed she did all that for her own selfish reasons, I wonder how much of a benefit that would be for her and those she had left behind now. The world is in a lot of mess already, but you can choose what you want to be remembered for. This is another musing of mine at 30. I would really appreciate your comment and feedback and kindly subscribe to get first-hand updates. Thank you and see you next time.